Well, welcome to the Dunks and Oops podcast, the podcast by two dads who kind of play basketball but like to watch it. And um, we just like to don't we we're, we're armchair um, basketball analysts, and we like this is our way to uh, vent and you know just talk about things that we don't get to talk about. Uh, all basketball related, um, Sixers uh, fandom, and um, just how. We are going to do this moving forward, which we don't know. We don't know how we're going to do it, right, Matt? We have z- we have zero plan, zero plan. But like we're 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 just like uh, what's your face uh, from uh, Along Came Polly? Uh, we're we're on the no plan pan, plan. You know, it's a plan, but it's a no plan. I feel like that that reference goes over the head of pretty much most people. <laughs> well, you know, way to show your age. Way to show your age. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just over the fact we're like. My classic movies are are now classics. People who are, you know, younger than us. It used to be like uh, our classic movies were black and whites, but now it's you know, Tommy Boy and Along Came Polly and Tropical Thunder. Yeah, well, a lot of the music that I grew up listening to is now on like classic rock stations, and that makes me feel really old. Yeah, we we like Blink One Eighty Two. That's timeless. So, yes, I agree. Classic, timeless. Um, so, listen, my name is Matt. This is Colin. Uh, yeah, and we, we talk about basketball, but we have no idea what we're going to talk about. Um, so, Colin, why don't you give me a little bit of a rundown of you and how basketball relates to you? I know that you play basketball, but you don't watch a lot of basketball, which is interesting. <laughs> I've never I've never been a big watcher. I'll go and uh, I'll definitely go to games. I'll watch some games sometimes, depending on who's playing. But, yeah, um, so I played basketball all my life. Uh, I played college for a little bit until um, I had a baby and I quit because I'm not going to NBA, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, from then, there was, a, there was like, you know, once I quit college, I'm like, I'm not going to really do anything anymore. So I just stopped playing for a long time. And then recently, um, after getting into better shape, I started playing again, going to park and kind of rekindling the love and uh you know people see me at a park and they're like yo he that that dad white guy over there he can't play let's let's put him on the other team and then by the end of the game they're like okay i was wrong do you do you you're you're, you're actually not bad you know um I, I come home and i tell my wife uh all of my war stories at the park and she doesn't care and sometimes i tell to you and sometimes you care and that's where we're at What's That's your- very true. Sometimes we do care. Um, for me, I, I grew up playing basketball. I've always watched basketball. I'm a huge, huge, huge uh, 76ers fan. But I, I, you know, I'll watch other games, ancillary, like if they're on and uh, kind of in the background. Um, but I, I follow the NBA. I college basketball like never did much for me, even though I live very close to Villanova. Like I, I'll get into them, uh, you know, March Madness, but um, primarily the NBA. Uh, I stopped playing basketball when I became an adult just because life gets in the way and uh, yeah, your yeah. your hobbies fall to the wayside. But right before our son was about to be born, I decided I'm going to get back into basketball. I'm going to start playing again. So I joined the YMCA. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like $75 a month. I was like, oh, that's nothing. It'll be fine. I'll go play every day. <gasps> I think I went for about a week. And then I was, and then I was playing a, a pickup game against a bunch of like teenagers. This was in the summer. I don't know. Yeah. They were probably like fifteen to like seventeen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know, they're like, "Oh, the old guy can play." I'm like, "Oh man!" So I'm playing, and then within five minutes, I knew that I did something to my back. <laughs> Turns out I herniated a disc in my back. Wow. Um, yeah, not good. Not ideal. 
And like two days later, my wife had to have a C-section. So once we got back from the hospital, she couldn't do anything because she was like bedridden, you know, after having a major surgery and I couldn't walk. Mm -hmm. So it was a good combination to have with a newborn and a wife that just had surgery and a dad who has a herniated disc and can't move um, and is limping around and falling. As a person with two herniated discs, I understand. That sucks. That's yeah, a one up to one, fun. but yeah, it's, it sucks. Yeah. So since then I don't really play anymore. I will play with my, with my kids, you know, at the local park. Um, yeah. when we lower the rim to like seven feet and I can dunk and I feel special. Yeah. Have you seen, um, there's, there's a new intramural, uh, basketball leagues that are taking like the country by storm. It's eight foot basketball rims and they're real games and people are like dunking on people, like normal people. It's awesome. You should definitely this actually sounds amazing, and I want to try that. My concern is I'm like 5'11". You would be dunked on, yes. Yeah, you'd be the one game dunked Yeah, on. yeah. There'd be like a bunch of like little Chris Pauls and then like mm-hmm. a few Victor Wembanyamas, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I would be the Chris Paul just yeah. getting dunked on. Yeah, and uh, Chris, does Chris Paul get dunked on a lot? He definitely – he's definitely in the area. He should. He should. He, sh- he definitely should. He's – um. Kind of a dick, what I've heard from past teammates, <laughs> who I talk to all the time, for sure. But going back to uh, your kids playing, that's kind of the other thing that got me into it, too, is my daughter, uh, Kenzie, who's 13. Um, she plays basketball, and uh, it's kind of like our thing. We're like, I'll take her down to the park. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been, like, you know, getting her ready to, like, play pickup. She's been scared to play pickup for the longest time. Um, but uh, she played for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and it was, like, you know, lights were on in her in her eyes. Like, she, like, understood how much fun this could be. Um, this game, who you can, you can just play anywhere with anybody at any time. Um, and uh, she did okay. She definitely did okay. But uh, also, um, I don't play full court anymore, for the most part, because, like... Save your legs. Yeah, save your legs, save my back, and like it's it's. I, I am half court. I can mess people up. Full court. That's all of my weaknesses come out, <laughs> and uh, that's that's kind of. Uh, You're out of breath by the time you get down to the other end. Out of breath, things hurt in weird places. Um, you know, the jumper goes. Um, I, I'm not playing defense. Like I'm not. I'm not. Like, I have a job. Like I'm not playing real defense. Um, and uh, you know, just like the cardio, the cardio shows. You know, after that. You know, med- you have that medical card for about a year or two. Like you really, you really feel it in the lungs. I feel like I, I haven't played full court basketball since that time against the teenagers when they referred to me as the old man and I hurt my back. Um, yeah. But I feel like a train, a pull up transition three would mm-hmm. be like the best feeling. You know, oh, other than like yeah. dunking on a ten foot rim, which I've never been able to do. I've I never, never will able be able to do. Uh, but I feel like a, a pull up three in transition would just be like euphoric. You know, yeah, you miss yeah, that you, by playing half court. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it definitely, uh, it, it definitely doesn't, there's things you lose. There's definitely things you lose. Um, you know, I'm not going down to transition anymore and trying to break ankles. Um, I'm trying to like do a little quick jab step, go right, one handed, right hand and light up. That's good for me. I'm cool with that. That's all you need, baby. That's all you need. That's, that's my, my bag of tricks. What are we talking about today? I have I have zero idea. Um, let's let me ask you this: What was the last actual full basketball game that you watched? Um, Probably it, a playoff game. Yeah, I definitely watched playoffs. Um, 
it was, I remember, okay, I was still living in Philly, um, and it was like sitting down and watching the whole game. I was living in Philly. We went to a bar to watch, um, I think, game seven of Cleveland and Golden State. So oh, nice. that's, that's the game that Kyrie hit that three on Steph Curry at the end, and, and LeBron got like the block of all blocks on Iguodala. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the game I watched. That's the full game I watched. Um, that is that that has got to be one of the most classic games in NBA history. Like just iconic, the block was, and yeah. Kyrie it, shot. Like, and what's what's the greatest part about that whole last uh, section of that game was you know the the big three of of Cavs. So that's Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, and LeBron. They all had a part in you know winning that seventh game right at the end you know uh steph got switched on to kevin love and what, what i love about that is like kevin love had to guard him and you see him just you know that's mm-hmm. the guy that steph curry wants to go against because you want to get that space break the ankles a little slower and hit that three kevin love i remember him saying he was blacked out he doesn't remember any of it and uh, he was just trying not to go for anything so like kevin love had that happen and he contested steph missed that three um they went down, missed again, came back with Iguodala. LeBron got that block, and the very next play is when uh, you know Kyrie gets that beautiful shot. And I feel like there's so mm-hmm. many of the, those three plays in a row could all be statues. Like they all yeah. could be uh, really just like a legacy statue for like it was an amazing game. And as far as like watching full games, like that's a crazy, crazy one to to watch. I I, I remember. Maybe there was like a minute or so left, like when everybody kind of just knew that Cleveland was going to win the game. Mm-hmm. LeBron went up for a dunk, and mm-hmm. you could just tell like he had all of the all, that- all of the emotion, all of the heart, like, and yeah. he was just going to throw it down as hard as he could and That's let it all missed, out. Right? And yeah, and he missed the dunk and like Brilliant. landed, I don't know, on his back or his side, yeah. and like everybody just kind of like held their breath. I was like, oh my god, he just died, like. <laughs> I remember he was he was on his he was holding his wrist and like just convulsing, which is what he does a lot. Like he really like when he gets hurt for like twenty to thirty yeah. seconds, he is in the worst pain he's ever been in. Um, but what I love about that dunk is it would have been on Draymond Green, and yes, uh, that's what there's not many more satisfactory people to dunk on than him, Chris Paul. Uh, that's like that's two people I think of right away when I think about when to dunk on people. Yeah, I think those are the common answers with that. Yeah, bunch of dicks. What's the last full game you watched? Uh, I watched Maxi put up fifty points the other night. Oh, you watched that? I saw the highlights. Um, yeah, uh, Dude, he to get his fiftieth point, he took a, I don't know a thirty footer, um, <laughs> and everybody was just like, "No, oh my god!" Like just when you're feeling it like that, and then, you know, he's so good. He he's yeah. it's amazing that he fell to where he fell in the draft, and the Sixers got him. Um, like changed their the entire franchise. How far down was he? Do you remember? I think he was what twenty twenty one early twenties. Um, was the end of the first? He th- he thought that he was going to be in the lottery, and he was surprised that he you know that he fell to the twenties. Um, yeah, and just I thank God every day for Tyrese Maxey. Uh, alternatively, I, I watched the same. Um, I saw a highlight of a game of the same day of an ex Sixer. James Harden, who is just <laughs> having just a little bit of trouble, you know, a little bit of trouble getting going. He's, you know, uh, he's in L.A. now, so I'm sure he's been, um, you know, getting figured out which strip club is going to be his like normal, like everyday one. Yeah, he's, he's just spent some time 
uh, out out uh, in LA trying trying to find the best spots. Um, I could, I could see some rust for sure. Um, but there was one play he just full fast break. He had it right in the corner, wide open. He passed up the shot and then just threw it. And he, when he threw it, he actually passed. It. So he's on the other end of the baseline where where so there's like the sports. Oh, is that when he passed it to like the he, the he passed the, it right the, to the commentator. Yeah, <laughs> which was like easily sixty feet away in like the wrong direction, and I I don't know how you do that. Even as a look, look you play NBA two K, you get a fast break <laughs> and you pass it up, and it the guy's wide open, and somehow it it goes to like the other end of the yep. court. That's what that was. That was an NBA two K mess up uh, in real time. Yeah, when the and, when the controller doesn't know exactly where you want to throw it to, even though you're telling, hey up and yeah. diagonal like over here and it's yeah. like nope yeah no it's like no you're definitely gonna and as a professional nba player like it, it's one thing if it's like a, a center who isn't mm-hmm. as coordinated or something like that but when it's like the point guard who is an mvp of NBA, of the nba you think you know mistakes happen but holy shit like that's it was like just a, so funny to watch like just yeah. watching the video of it is hilarious and just like the difference between what the Sixers are going through right now versus like what the Clippers are going through, I, it's just it's just night and day. I, I don't know how like James Harden keeps getting dropped. I feel like this is one of his last spots if he doesn't stop being such a diva, you know, and and not take it seriously as as. No, nobody could have seen this coming. No, no, you know, it's been yeah, so smooth. Every other team that he's requested to go to, it just it worked out so well. Um, Yep. Yeah. yeah. In Houston, I, I'm just, I'm shocked. Too. Yeah. The, he was, he had teammates in, in Houston that were on teammates now. And, you know, that uh, did not uh, pan out, you know, that was like what, four teams ago, three teams ago, something like that. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Houston Nets, Sixers, Clippers. Yep. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel right now? If you're maxi. That he's got to be like on cloud nine at all times. Yeah, because he's taking, he's getting all that time back, right? He's getting uh, the ball. He's getting time with Embiid. He's he's you know the one-two guy now with Embiid having the green light is pretty sick. I, I saw a stat this morning. Um, I don't remember what it was, but like just their offense when Maxi and Embiid are on the floor is like historic. Then mm-hmm. when it's just Maxi and no Embiid, they're mm-hmm. like historic and then mm-hmm. it, when it's justin beat and no maxi they're like historic um so their offense right now like with or without either one of them or both of them is just unreal like i as a fan i i'm shocked like i don't think anybody really saw this coming like we knew that mm-hmm. he was going to be good but like to just see it like each and every year he gets better and better and better and it's like how much better could he possibly be you know, there there used to be jokes about. Um, did you ever see those, you know, the, the memes where it's like, "Mom, I want this for Christmas," and it's like, mm-hmm. "But we have this at home." And then, like the, the, the you know the thing at home that you have is like a knockoff brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sixers used, you know, Sixers fans used to say, "Oh, we want Dame Lillard," and then it's like, "But we have Dame Lillard at home," and it's Maxi because he wasn't <laughs> as good as Dame. But now it's pretty much the opposite. Like Bucks yeah. fans are like, "We want." we want Tyrese Maxey and they're like, well, we have Tyrese Maxey at home and it's just Damian Lillard. Who's just not as good anymore. It's, it's wild. It's, 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 uh, we're getting older, you know, um, the people we grew up who just demolished the league are getting older as well. 
Uh, like a 32, 33 year old in the league, if you're not LeBron James, is basically a grandpa. Um, and I think it shows. It's kind of like okay, UFC, UFC fighters who you know are legendary. Conor McGregor. Um, I can't say John Jones because he hasn't he hasn't technically really lost, but like people who you just see dominate for so long, they always eventually like like Father Time, like like uh, Charles Barkley, one of my heroes. Um, something that he says like Father Time is undefeated, and um, mm-hmm. you know it it's comes a time where like people have to like take a step back, and, and honestly, like at this point, like is LeBron James like a robot? Is he a science project? Because he's just he's just cruising, like he's not he's just doing what he does. It's crazy. As somebody who is, he's probably your age because mm-hmm. I'm what like a year year he's older like, he's, than you. He's like a year or two older. I played against his AAU team. Yeah, yeah. So LeBron being basically the same age as us, I'm like a year older than him. I I get out of bed and I'm just in yeah. pain. Like walking down the steps is is painful. Um, mm-hmm. Playing basketball for five minutes is unbearable. I can mm-hmm. like it's so impressive what he's been able to do for so long at his age and just like. Mm-hmm. For the most part, never really getting hurt, never having a career-altering injury. Um, it's like what he does with his body is just unreal. Sexy. Yeah. You say sexy. Yeah, sexy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like it's it's he is a superhuman, and it's all because he wants to play with his kids, which is insane in itself. Like. Jesus, he was in the league and had kids while in the league, and he's still in the league long enough to have the kids that he had while in the league that he could play with as teammates. Like that's that's insane. And uh, and when you when you think about like it's happened a few times in history, like mm-hmm. the most famous one is Ken Griffey, yeah. uh, senior and junior. Mm-hmm. Uh, like those are not only anomalies, but Ken Griffey senior at that time was not great. He was a okay yeah. ball player. Was um, hit out of the park. Like, right, but like for LeBron to do it. You know, mm-hmm. if his kids enter the league, what's it next year that they can? Um, yeah, Ronnie. You know, he can probably still be an all star or an all NBA player yeah. and play with his kid. Like, it's just, and we've it's, never it's seen like, anything like it. Okay. And going back to Ken Griffey Jr., like baseball back then, how good of an athlete did you have to be versus how good of an athlete do you have to be for NBA? Like, I, right. I've always heard that. The best athletes are NBA players because you have to do so much. It's, it's such a, mm-hmm. you know, it's everything. It's it's going fast. It's stopping. It's jumping. It's uh, being in And defense. it's nonstop. And it's nonstop all, all the time. It's spurts. Uh, so, like, just how hard that is on your body for years, uh, you know, 82 games plus playoffs plus finals for, like, seven or eight years in a row. Like, mm-hmm. Jeez, like he like basically didn't get breaks, and he still got better every year. Uh, he never got into any crazy co- controversies. Like the worst thing he did was like the d- decision for uh, the right. Miami. That's like basically it um, that you can tax him for. Oh, funny story about LeBron James. I do think he's corny. Um, <clears throat> he's definitely he, he's definitely got the dad jokes. Yeah, you know? yeah. He did you hear about um, what he's opening? Oh, the the uh, what's it? The museum. He's opening, and it's like twenty three dollars admission. He's opening a museum for himself <laughs> right. uh, while he's still playing, which, like, it, it, you know, it's you know, kind of a weird thing. Um, and it's twenty three dollars to get in, which I think is a little bit hefty in, in this economy. Mm-hmm. But I, I get maybe like do five in two, two plus three. I mean, does he need the money? No, he doesn't. But maybe it's going to good places. But uh, I just think it's funny as an athlete to open your own. Museum, like, hey, come look at the history of me. 
come through the doors. Is right, what right. I, yeah, and he's, he's, I, he's, I'd like to, I'd like to think that it's maybe more so like because I'm pretty sure it's in Cleveland or in Akron, mm-hmm. uh, right? Yeah, he Akron. definitely wants to inspire people. You know, the youth of of you know the Cleveland and Akron, Ohio area to you know follow in his footsteps and realize like okay if he could make it out of there and he could you know make it to where he is mm-hmm. hopefully he can inspire other kids to do the same thing so like maybe maybe that's the goal with that but yeah it is it's a little cheesy but it's that's cool at the same time no he like he's the one of best basketball players ever uh so he deserves a museum it's just it's just funny it's just it, it's definitely on brand for him to open it while he's still playing and doing it himself and all that kind of stuff you know Maybe we should all open up our own museums on ourselves, except nobody would come because we're not LeBron. We are not LeBron. We could not. We could not charge twenty three dollars. Maybe like twenty three cents. Um, but yeah, yeah, my museum uh, wouldn't be very big, and it would be kind of eclectic from photography and ukulele and like I don't know, wordsmith. The basketball stuff. knee brace. Yeah, no, I've I've always been anti braces. I just I I, I get knock on wood. I've never really got hugely hurt playing basketball uh but yeah you know you know maybe maybe a little basketball uh highlight film i I have one on youtube somewhere back in the day i I think i've seen it and i was impressed (laughs) it's not how i envisioned you playing basketball but i was like wow they never do he can actually he can actually play look at that jab step yep yeah oh yeah that's where that's where all my money is in three the three point stance you know uh less movement the better Uh, I got like a couple minutes. What else should we talk about? Anything? No, I feel like that's probably good for today to give a good introduction yep. about how awful this podcast is probably going to be. Um, yeah. But the good thing about it is it can be the best kind of awful, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a brand to awful for sure. Um, like if you, if you dive into it and it's not like actually awful, it's just like, it's, you know, we're just like off the top of our heads kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's I like like podcasts. We like that. we are basically just when two friends get together to talk about sports mm-hmm. um, and the dumb stuff that they talk about. That's us. Yep, yep. That, that's one hundred percent. That's actually a pretty good uh, ending. I think. I don't know. Do you want to end it? I would love to end it. All right, go for it. Okay, bye, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. <laughs>